chapter fifteen part one of nequa or the problem of the ages this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox dot org nequa or the problem of the ages by jack adams chapter fifteen part one home again next morning at the breakfast-table oqua informed me that a package and letter from bonadilla to my address had arrived at an early hour but that it had not been delivered as they did not wish to disturb my rest it had been retained in the office subject to my order when i was ready to receive it this recalled to my mind a private conversation i had with bonadilla at orbitello and i surmised that her communication might have reference to that but i was at a loss to form any opinion in regard to the package she had told me that one of the inmates of the home at lake biblis was paying especial attention to the formation of an ideal mental picture of life and its conditions in the frozen regions and to that end her apartments had been fitted up to represent winter scenery and to make the impression more realistic she was provided with a refrigerator room where she subjected herself to low temperatures and was testing the heat conserving powers of various qualities of clothing when breakfast was over i called at the office and received a large bundle neatly wrapped and securely sealed the address was jack adams number one care nequa this was a poser the communication was in the official envelope of the home and i hastened to my room so that if need be i could have the aid of a lexicon in the translation but when i opened it somewhat to my surprise i found it was written in english being appropriate as a part of this narrative i inserted in full matron's home lake biblis march one sixty-eight ninety-four a m my dear nequa on returning to the home i related to maidra the arctic pupil of whom i told you the substance of our conversation and explained to her what you suggested in regard to electric garments as a means of conserving the natural heat of the body when exposed to severe cold she informed me that she had been experimenting on that line and had succeeded in making a suit that proved to be an ample protection from the greatest cold that her refrigerator is capable of producing she sends you this electric suit with the request that you test it in your proposed voyage to the southern verge she further requests me to tell you that she does not intend to permit you to deprive this inner world of the honour of having a jack adams among its great navigators and explorers by your simply taking advantage of one of our customs to change your name to such a feminine cognomen as nequa both she and tanqua are anxious to make your acquaintance maidra says that your image is indelibly impressed on her mind by your photograph she has an enlarged reproduction of your picture as a prominent feature in her room and from this she reads a most admirable character 
the people of the entire concave are aroused to the importance of your efforts to open up a channel of communication with the outer world all the grand divisions want to participate in the honor and to that end each one has appointed a member to act with a representative from altruria and constitute an inner world council to assist in every way possible it has been agreed that norena shall represent this country and i am authorized to request you to make a date for the first meeting of the council as soon as possible after your trial voyage in search of a storm as patel expressed it please advise me as soon as you return when it will suit you best to have these inner world representatives call upon you and oblige your many friends bonadilla i opened the bundle and found a beautifully quilted silk suit soft and pliable but of firm texture with sandals gloves headdress and visor to match it also contained a small inlaid jewel case with a key in the lock i opened this and found as i supposed a beautiful locket in which i expected to see a picture of the donor but it proved to be a delicate piece of machinery with printed instructions which informed me that it was a phonograph for the especial use of reporters when wound up it recorded on silver foil every word spoken this was something new and i recalled to mind that i had frequently talked to people who wore similar lockets now i had found put that they probably preserved a record of every word i said and i wondered if i had said anything that i would not like to have repeated with people wearing lockets of this description i realized how important it was for all to be very careful what they said and certainly the people of this country are the most circumspect and exact in their statements of any people with whom i have ever met just as i had finished the examination of the phonograph the bell called my attention to my private telephone and i was requested to meet Battel at the boatyard on the roof prepared for a flight through the air on his new airship and to take some lessons in its management this was just what i wanted and in a minute the elevator had landed me on the roof i found Battel, houston polaris and i own together with iola mcnair and oqua ready for a ride in the new airship it was beautifully finished but much more substantial than the light airy vessels to which i had become accustomed i complimented Battel upon its appearance but he was too matter-of-fact to appreciate anything that might look like flattery and said with his usual honest bluntness it is not the appearance that we care anything about but the sailing qualities and so far as this climate is concerned we have made decided improvements in this particular the sailing qualities are such that every one wants an improved airship all at the same time the demand is so pressing the captain Gonneau, and myself are in honor bound to these people to give our entire attention to supplying the world with these improvements for at least a year to come so we have concluded to turn the whole matter over to you of constructing a vessel that will meet the requirements of an arctic storm but i asked why should you give up this work now that you have it so far completed into my inexperienced hands i should think that your improvements could be duplicated by native mechanics 
so they might said Batel, but they want all their factories readjusted and the same improved methods of manufacture which have been introduced at lake biblis besides we could not have completed the work without your assistance it was just as important that you should test our improvements in the conditions existing at the verges as it was for us to manufacture them these external world methods of testing everything by actual experiment are absolutely necessary when we come to deal with external world conditions a department of the factory of Bibus has been set apart for you where your plans and specifications will be speedily worked out but i asked how can they be worked out as they should be by mechanics who know absolutely nothing about external world conditions such as polar waves arctic storms hurricanes and cyclones which are produced by external influences not existing in this internal world will captain Gonneau and yourself with your external world experience and observation be there to superintend the work yes i will be there said Battelle, but i want to thank you now for so forcibly presenting the reasons why the people of the inner world are anxious to avail themselves of our outer world experience in adapting their airships to outer world conditions you certainly would not deprive them of this when they have given us so much that is indispensable to the physical mental and moral uplifting of the people who live in the external world it is these considerations which have influenced our decision to yield to their wishes whenever these people who live in this internal world of truth as mcnair calls it wherein altruistic love of humanity is the controlling impulse see an improvement they all want it immediately because it will enable them to do more good to others and of course we could not honourably refuse to assist them to the fullest extent of our ability certainly not i said that puts the matter in an entirely new light but it also leaves to me with my comparative inexperience the whole responsibility of constructing a storm and cold-proof ship for this i have no experience as a mechanic and am but poorly qualified my duties on shipboard have always been in some capacity that did not stimulate my mechanical faculties if i have any as an assistant to captain Gonneau and yourself i thought there might be a place for me but as to my ability to take the lead i have my doubts i do not see how i am to get along without your cooperation and counsel you will certainly have that said Battelle. this is a country of rapid transit and we shall get together at regular intervals to compare notes besides we will have the assistance of an inner world association whose representatives will constitute an inner world council of the most earnest spirits who are anxious to unite the internal and external worlds by opening a channel of intercommunication and cultivating a mutual spirit of fraternal regard and cooperation between the two i have thought much along these lines and realize how necessary these two great worlds are to each other and how important that the leading spirits of both should come together and work with one accord for the highest possible development of both and that is just what they must do said Oqua. but let us test your new ship at once and confer in regard to the work 
we have in hand at the same time thus prompted we embarked patel applied the power and we began to ascend every required motion of the vessel had its appropriate propelling power which was under perfect control no turning around was necessary the new ship could dart in any given direction at the will of the operator i took my place at the helm with patel and after a little practice found that i could handle it without difficulty to me its management was much more simple than the old style which could only move in one direction this facility with which the direction could be changed was the essential feature in order to be able to ride the storms and nullify the influence of the contending air currents which would be a constant source of danger in the outer world in fancy i pictured myself in a storm with sudden changes in the direction of the wind and suiting the action to the thought i set the vessel to dodging and gyrating in every direction to the no little alarm of our of our altrurian friends who had no conception of the conditions of an external world bluster hold on jack exclaimed Battelle. don't shake the life out of us wait until you get into an actual storm and then dodge as rapidly as may be necessary but there is no need of it here i was just thinking i said what motions might be necessary in a regular bluster to hold the ship steadier on her course i really feel anxious to try it and believe that i can literally ride the storm like the petrel in such a ship as i fully believe can be made where you can try as soon as you like said Battelle. i see you understand the management and i leave you to test it to your heart's content find all the deficiencies you can and let us know what changes may be needed and they will be made to the best of our ability we will now return to your home borrow one of your old-fashioned ships and return to our work at biblis well do not send it back said okwa until it is remodelled according to the latest improvements your department of exchange said Battelle, has already sent in a general order for improved airships to replace those of the old style which in effect means that they shall all be remodelled on application so we will send you an improved ship as soon as it can be made it was now the second day of march and i had set my heart on getting ready to start for the outer world by the latter part of may or the first of june so there was no time to be wasted i determined to leave at once on my experimental voyage to the southern verge and announce my intentions to okwa requesting her to represent me during my absence and any arrangements that she made in my name would be satisfactory what she exclaimed do you propose to go alone i thought Battelle intended that two of your sailors should go with you so we did i replied and at that time i thought i would need them but since i have tried the vessel i have come to the conclusion that i had better go alone as Battelle left without referring to the matter i shall act upon the presumption that he had changed his mind just as he did in regard to completing a storm and cold-proof airship but said okwa your journey will take a week or ten days travel at the least and how can you stand the constant attention to the helm without rest no fears on that score i said very much of the time will be spent in this serene atmosphere i need only set the helm in the right direction and i can rest until i find stormy conditions then i will surely be able to experiment with the ship for a few hours okwa seeing that i was determined helped me to get ready 
i took sufficient supplies for three weeks although i did not expect to be gone half of that time the trip was most interesting but i have no room to describe the voyage sufficient to say that i found storm conditions and intense cold much sooner than i expected my electric garments proved to be a perfect success but i discovered a number of deficiencies in the ship i returned in just eight days and presented a written report and specifications for necessary changes Patel assured me that the new vessel should be ready for another trial journey as soon as possible i had notified norena that i would be pleased to meet the world council at my own apartments on the fifteenth and i was back from the southern verge on the tenth ready to place my discoveries before them promptly at the time indicated captains Ganot and Battelle, with our usual circle of altruian friends were present in the council chamber of the home ready to receive our guests and in a few minutes norena arrived with the representatives from the other grand divisions he introduced them as hylas of Aplan, lal roy of Budistan, wallaroo of naxuania and lefroy of the austral isles coming as they did from all the grand divisions of the world i expected to see people of widely different physical appearance and mental characteristics but in this i was mistaken while they showed marked differences there was no such contrasts as we find between different races in the outer world in complexion they ranged from blonde to a dark brunette all spoke the same language expressed similar sentiments and in features and general deportment seemed to be building toward a common type i made a report of my trial trip to the southern verge and also of our plans and specifications for the further improvement of the airship that we believed would make it storm and cold proof as these people knew practically nothing of the conditions of the frigid zones they accepted what we had to offer without criticism they expressed themselves as highly gratified that they had with them experienced navigators who were familiar with the frozen regions and who knew what was needed in order to open up a channel of communication at this meeting it was definitely determined that we should meet again on april fifteenth which interval Battelle assured us would give me an opportunity to report on another trial trip to test the additional improvements which had been found desirable that i should go ahead with the work of preparation in my own way and when i was satisfied that the time had come to cross the ice barriers i should fix the date so that the council could arrange for an excursion to the most northern point of the continent of altruria where the life-saving service had a signal station at an ancient watch-tower that had been erected in prehistoric times after our business meeting had closed the representatives from the old world plied us with questions concerning the outer world which we answered to the best of our ability finding that they were not a bit backward about questioning i was emboldened to ask how it was that all the representatives from the different countries seemed to have been selected from the same race of people while i had learned from altrurian history that the same races of men had existed here that existed in the outer world that was the case in ancient times said wallaroo of naxuania but at this time we have practically only one race of people in the inner world here is a mystery i said that i would like very much to have explained how is it that they have all merged into one type ranging in complexion from blonde to brunette my own explanation said wallaroo is that identity of ideals and similarity of conditions naturally lead to similarity of development 
as in accordance with natural law the race is always building in the direction of its ideals that is certainly i said a scientific proposition but it does not explain why blonde for instance should ever become an ideal complexion among the dark races how do you account for it your question said wallaroo is one that should be carefully studied in the light of science and history in order to be understood one thing is certain that the early inhabitants of my own country Naxurania, were very dark ranging from brown to black while at present brunette is the rule and blonde is not uncommon but how i asked do you account for the change my opinion said wallaroo is that the influence of the white missionaries created a new ideal in the minds of the people and especially in the minds of the mothers who almost worshipped them but how is this i asked in the outer world the dark races very often persecute and destroy the white missionaries and so they did here said wallaroo before equity was established in altruia among white people and another class of white missionaries were sent to the dark races these came not to promulgate metaphysical creeds but to bring material blessings and establish freedom equality and fraternity they practised just what they preached and wherever they went they bestowed blessings the people especially the women soon came to worship them as saviours because they sought only to do them good on the material plane which they could appreciate and left them to free their minds from superstition in the natural way by increasing their knowledge it is not strange under these circumstances that with these children of nature white became the ideal colour improved material conditions together with a scientific education higher ideals and ample time for development have produced all the changes which have been wrought out i found the members of the council from the other grand divisions to be highly cultured people and i looked forward to meeting them in the future with pleasure i was especially interested in wallaroo and lefroy because they represented peoples which at the introduction of the present altruistic civilization would correspond to the people now occupying central africa and the south sea islands wallaroo had attributed their remarkable development as physical mental and moral beings to the higher civilization derived from the religion of humanity regardless of creeds that had been brought to them by the altrurian missionaries the more i thought of these things the more i was impressed that i must visit these countries mingle with the people and make a close study of their history lefroy told me that their written history commenced with the work of the missionaries of the new civilization but much additional knowledge had been gained from archaeological and ethnological researches in the light of such prehistoric traditions as had been preserved these missionaries did not come to promulgate doctrines of a future life but to establish conditions which would confer blessings in this life such as could be appreciated on the animal plane for this reason they were welcomed as superior beings to lead them morally and spiritually but these glimpses of a new field of discovery that was opening up before me i was more than ever stimulated to complete the work i had in hand which was directly applicable to the solution of the great economic problem confronting the people of the outer world as had been promised by patel at the council which met on april fifteenth i was able to report the deficiencies that had been discovered in the airship by my second trial trip to the southern verge during its winter season at this meeting it was determined to name the new vessel the elis 
though i preferred to call it the petrel because i had demonstrated that it could ride the storm the time for the excursion to the watch-tower at the northern extremity of the continent and my departure for the outer world was fixed for the twentieth of may and the next meeting of the council on board the silver king on the fifteenth while en route this gave me really less than one month to complete my manuscript and get everything in readiness for what i regarded as the most momentous voyage of my life while i was enrolled as a teacher of english and the geography history and institutions of the outer world i had really given all of my attention to the study of the altruian language and of the manner in which the great problems now confronting my own country had been solved every day revealed something new or presented the old in a new light the arts and sciences have been developed to a degree that had scarcely been dreamed of in the outer world psychic powers such as clairvoyance clairaudience and telepathy which in the outer world were classed as occult by believers and as baseless assumptions by the multitudes were here well understood by the many as revealed in the fact that my disguise had been so readily penetrated by native altrurians but at the same time they respected my right to conceal my identity this was a marked peculiarity of these people the right of persons to keep a secret in their own bosoms was never questioned and when it was discovered as i take it for granted was usually the case it was never alluded to here my assumed character of jack adams the sailor was held in the highest esteem by the few to whom i had explained the reason for it because it had been necessary in order to enable me to be true to my own higher sense of right in the outer world this would have branded me as disreputable and i would have been ostracized as something vile by the so-called better classes of society after years of wandering exposed to the perils and hardships of a sailor's life i had found my lost lover only to learn from his oft-expressed sentiments that he regarded such a course of life as i had pursued as so grossly disreputable that no honourable man could afford to contract a matrimonial alliance with such a woman for this reason i had not revealed myself to him and now that i was soon to leave him the question often presented itself to my mind as to whether i ought to let him remain any longer in ignorance of the fact that cassie van ness had stood by his side in so many dangers the time was at hand when this question must be decided and i determined to confer with my most intimate altrurian friends of my own sex bonadilla had arrived at our home at my invitation and okwa and iola were present to assist in making out a programme for the excursion and my departure for the outer world my proposed journey was of course the subject of conversation but i wanted to draw them out in regard to the personal matter that was uppermost in my mind i wanted their advice but did not want to be too abrupt in raising a question that was calculated to call the attention of these public-spirited people away from an important public question in which they were deeply interested to the consideration of my own private affairs okwa however soon gave me the opportunity i wanted by asking what does captain Gano think of the decision of the council and the general consensus of the opinions of those most interested that you should have your own way about the journey and go alone if you thought best well he did not object i felt quite sure that he did not approve his heart i said was very much set on going himself and he expresses grave fears as to my safety notwithstanding my excursions into the stormy regions in the vicinity of the southern verge 
he knows however that it was with his consent and advice that the entire matter of opening communication with the outer world was placed in my hands and i accepted the responsibility under protest the council regarded my proposed expedition as too perilous to risk more than one life in the attempt but this you know is just what i wanted for reasons of my own as a matter of fact there is less danger than in my excursions to the southern verge i wonder sometimes what the captain would think if he knew that it was the little girl playmate of his boyhood days and the affianced bride of his early manhood who was bidding him adieu and do you not intend asked oakwood to reveal your identity to him in some way so that when you return no concealments will be necessary you know that we penetrated your disguise at once but we respected your natural right to conceal your identity and we shall continue to do so until you are willing for us to do otherwise but i would suggest as an act of justice to captain canot as well as to yourself that you ought to let him know who you are it will doubtless awaken in his mind a train of thought that will be very beneficial to him while it will protect you from the deteriorating effects of leading a double life but i said this double life was forced upon me by causes over which i had no control and hence i do not see how it can have any deteriorating effects that was no doubt true interrupted bonadilla in the present stage of your outer world civilization but there is no necessity for it here and the necessity being past the continuance of the deception might be interpreted to mean that deep down in your soul you doubted the propriety of your conduct disguise is perfectly legitimate as a means of self-protection but when it is unnecessary its tendency is to cultivate duplicity a characteristic to be carefully avoided hence i would advise you to adopt some method of revealing your identity to captain Gonneau at the moment of your departure and the more open and frank you are about it the better will be the effect on him as well as yourself better not wait until he penetrates your disguise for himself something he would have done long ago but for the fact that from his education he is guided by external appearances instead of those more subtle impressions from which there can be no concealments i saw the force of this kind of reasoning and determined to act accordingly and the more i thought of it the more determined i became to be frank honest and kind but strong independent and inflexible in the assertion of my natural right to think and act for myself without having my integrity and purity of character called in question because i preferred truth to falsehood at first i dreaded the denouement but the more i reflected upon it the more necessary it appeared and the better i was prepared for the ordeal the hour of my departure was near it had been arranged that the silver king with the delegations from the other grand divisions should meet the altruian delegation at the ruins of croy and i had agreed to give pat and mike a ride on the aeolus from the ice king on lake biblis and land them on the silver king while en route for the northern extremity of the continent i started to the lake early in the morning of may fifteenth and within an hour from my departure i was on the deck of the ice king i found leif and eric as well as pat and mike ready for the journey as soon as i had secured some scientific instruments i wanted from the equipment of the ice king and some personal belongings which i regarded as important i invited the sailors on board the elis and in a moment more we were mounting into the air we sailed around the lake and gave the people an opportunity of seeing the airship that was destined for the outer world 
the illus was not built with a view to securing greater speed but for holding its course regardless of contrary winds in speed however it was capable of making considerable progress against a head wind of two hundred miles an hour i put the ship through the various movements that it was capable of making such as stopping suddenly moving backward moving sideways and suddenly rising and falling for the benefit of the sailors and of the numerous spectators mike was quick to see the advantage that the eolus had over other airships and he remarked with enthusiasm well jack it will take a lively hurricane to drive you much from your course but how in the world would you keep from freezing nothing easier i said as i touched a button and lighted the electric burners that were placed between the inner and outer walls in a minute the walls were hot to the touch and the air inside became sultry gracious exclaimed mike you can never stand this it will roast you then we will cool it i said as i shut off part of the burners or if this is not enough i will shut them all off but said mike you have it so hot now that it will take an hour to cool off not so i replied i will open the doors and start the electric fans and suiting the action to the word a cool breeze took the place of the sultry air but if you want it cooler i continued i will bring the temperature down a point or two more and closing the doors i opened the refrigerator compartment and in a moment we were shivering with the cold well exclaimed mike i never knew climate to change so rapidly i think you have not been dodging up to the pole and back for nothing you seem to have provided for every emergency but one and that is the freezing of the moisture which is already obscuring your lookouts by this manufactured dose of winter that is provided for i said as i started the circular lookout glasses into motion under a specially prepared brush which absorbed the moisture mike noticed the disappearance of the clouds on the lookouts but did not observe the cause and looked at me inquiringly put your hand on the glass i said and it will explain itself well i should think it would he exclaimed as he jerked back his hand the whole window is just a whizzing and now i see that the crossbar is a brush that seems to have drank up the moisture i have tried to provide for every contingency i said as i turned the prow of the illus down the valley of the cocytus and put her at full speed i regard it as a matter of the first importance that a full account of our discovery shall be transmitted to our own country we must join the excursion on board the silver king as soon as we can i want to interview as many of the representatives from other countries as possible i must gather all the useful knowledge i can for the benefit of the external world that is right said mike and i would be far from stopping you but i want you to be after going slow a bit why what is the matter i asked as i checked our speed just this said mike producing a box it will take money in the outer world to secure the publication of your book and here is our wages from the ice king it is no use to us in this country and we want it to be used to send your book broadcast you will see that it is divided into two parcels one belongs to leaf and eric and the other to pat and myself End of chapter 15, part 1.